All right, Trons, week six is over. I am at 500, the latest in the season I can remember, so I'm really pumped about that. And here for me to brag to is Choir Boy. What's up, man? Not too much. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, I've been trying to get you on the show for three or four weeks now, but most of that was my fault, so I apologize. Yeah, uh, I think I was canceled on because of the Pope once. Yeah, he like came to Philly. It was a big deal and whatnot. Um, it was out of my control, but now you're yeah. here. And not the, not the first time I've been canceled on because of the Pope. And it actually makes sense. Like, yeah, it plays into... Actually, it is, but... <laughs> but, but you are a choir boy, so it's, it's, it, it's perfect. Um, That's right. And you're a defending champ, so congratulations on that. I am the defending champ and the current reigning eliminator champion. Did once you again. win this year, after two weeks? I, I did, after two weeks, yeah. Oh, fuck. Who did you pick both weeks? Do you remember? <laughs> um, I don't remember week one, but week two is the Steelers. Yeah, eliminator was a disaster. Um, yeah, I feel like people get too fancy in the first couple weeks. You got to go with the tried and true. I don't think people got fancy. There were some bad upsets. Like a lot of people went out week two. Tampa Bay beat the Saints with Jameis Winston. That was like a huge pick. The Saints there. Um, yeah, I right. went. I went with Miami back when I thought they were good against the Jags, who I thought was terrible. And like none of those things is true. Um, yeah, Miami. And uh, I think Oakland beat Baltimore that weekend. There was like a lot of like I don't know. I don't think people got that fancy. Maybe Miami right. was maybe Miami was kind of a fancy pick. I'll blame yeah, myself. Miami's terrible. Uh, I mean, what are they? Are they two and four or three and four right now? No, they can't be three and four. Uh, I don't remember. No, they're two and three. They had to buy. They're two and I don't know. They two were, and three. Like they were. You think they're that bad? Like with the coaching change, they. they I a think lot of yeah. Power. I think that they had some promise going into the season, like a lot of the AFC East. Uh, but the, yeah, the, the coaching situation is just a mess. The, the Jets are my upset pick of the week to win straight up against New England. Yeah, I'm afraid of the Jets. I think the Jets are good this year. Um, I guess you're probably, you gotta be happy with the Patriots so far. I don't know, man. I'm really depressed about the Pats, you know, now that Tom Brady has been found out to be a fraud and he has to play with fully inflated footballs. He's just been terrible. You know, he can't complete a pass. I mean, they're just like the worst team in the league now. It makes a difference, doesn't it? All those, all those fully inflated footballs. Um, yeah, they look good. They look good. They are look really you, good, yeah. Are you thinking Super Bowl or is it too early? Um, I think, I mean, the Jets, the Jets are good. They kind of scare me heads up. Um, but if you, if you look at the rest of the AFC, there's really not much going on. There's nothing outside of the Bengals, and I can't imagine they, I could, they could beat you guys. I don't really believe in the Bengals just yet. I mean, they are 6-0, and but they started off 4-0 and last year before they lost. The Seattle win was really legit by them, but Seattle just might not be that good. Yeah, I was just looking at the Bengals' schedule from this year, and outside of the Seattle game, I mean, who have they beaten so far? They beat the Raiders in Week 1, Chargers in Week 2, Ravens, Chiefs, and Bills. I don't think any of those teams are any good. Uh, the, yeah, the Bills are the best, and they're not. Yeah, I agree. None of those teams are very good. In fact, like the Ravens and Chiefs are terrible. And so, yeah, so but they have a soft schedule. They're six and zero. I mean, their only hard games coming up. Look at their schedule right now. Are maybe the Steelers? But if Ben's not back this week, then that's not a full strength Steelers team. I don't team. think he's going to play this week. Yeah, he probably won't. Cardinals, Steelers at Broncos. The rest are just pretty soft. So I mean, I think they're probably going to get a bye. Yeah, they're Good. definitely looking like a two seed right now. So if they, well, them in Denver, if they beat Denver, then they're then they're a two seed. Because Denver's schedule's yeah. got to be pretty easy too. Their division's bad. Their division's really bad. Yeah, yeah. Denver's probably got an easy schedule too. What do they have? The Colts and the Pats. Yeah, I don't know. 
I, I don't believe in Cincinnati. I think that I think that they they get to the playoffs definitely. They probably get a bye, and I don't know. I, I think they flame out. So does I anyone, their first game or their second game? Anyone from the NFC scare you? Green Bay or I mean yeah, Green Bay. Green Bay looks good. As I don't think I, I I hate to talk to the Patriots. Like I don't think there's a team that's looked in the league that's looked anywhere close to their level so far. Yeah, I think they're playing really well. Um, they're not going to go sixteen and zero. People who talk about that are. They don't know what they're talking about, but I think that they do have they have a great shot at the number one seed, and I don't think there's there's much in their way to the Super Bowl right now. So we'll see. Long season, a lot can happen. They just lost uh, their starting left tackle for the season. Uh, I think last week or the week before. Yeah, he and didn't that, play. La- they played last week without him. It didn't really matter. Right, but then the, his backup just got hurt too. So. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He got hurt during the game against the Colts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some like toe injury, so we don't know if it's severe or not, but that could be something to watch. And the Patriots, like, they didn't beat the Colts by that much, considering how stupid the Colts played. Yeah, right? I mean... Like, the Colts had that terrible fake punt thing, we all know. Failed onside kick, and they still lose by seven points. Like, that... Yeah, they had that, they had that gift uh, pick six, too. But... Uh, oh, the, the, Col- the Colts did? You mean the one that Edelman yeah, yeah. just gave? Yeah, the one him? that Edelman had basically handed to the, the defender. Who well, just didn't he, like, he like, broke his finger or something, didn't he? Yeah. No, I mean, it's kind of understandable, but yeah. 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 So, yeah, so you, you won last year. I'm guessing that was the best fantasy win of your life? Yeah. I, I had a good feeling going into the finals against Yoni, and uh, I pulled it out. So I did, too. You, you, had a, you had a strong team last year. You had, what was it? It was like Eddie Lacy and Marshawn Lynch, right? I was looking. Yeah. Like My first two picks were... Uh, towards the end of the first round, top of the second round, Eddie Lacy and Marshall Lynch. Yeah. And then, so you picked second this year. Um, so your yep. team this year is interesting to me. Like, you got, everyone thought you were the best team coming out of the draft. Did you, I thought did I was you the agree best with team, that? I thought I was the best team coming out of the draft, but that, that changed pretty quickly. Like, everyone. <laughs> I wrote in the power rankings this week. I feel like literally every player on your team is like, been downgraded a step from where they were drafted. Like, except yeah. for maybe Greg Olson, like, who else is, has anyone played well for you? No. Yeah. I mean, like, like Breeze and Ryan have been okay, but not living up to their draft status. Peterson's been okay, but he's had a couple of bad games. Uh, Frank Gore and the entire Indianapolis offense has been pretty subpar so far. So yeah. I don't know. I still think there's a lot of potential there. I feel like all I can do right now is stand pat and hope that things turn around because i think well, that you you could so make much. trades or drop players you don't actually have to stand pat <laughs> there are options when you say it's the only thing I you can do I, I just feel like there's still potential with a lot of these guys and if i cut bait right now i'm probably gonna regret it but i don't know i'm two and four times running out so we'll see yeah yeah i mean i wonder how many people made the playoffs in two and four it's not impossible but you gotta win this weekend yeah i mean you gotta you have to be at least at least seven and six, more like eight and five to guarantee a playoff spot. So. No, seven. I think there's only one year seven and six has not gotten in. I, seven and six is like almost a lock. Like okay. six and seven gets in every like one every three years, three years or so. Uh, yeah, but, but you you want to seven year seven wins in your end. So did I felt like of all the people that drafted, like you seemed like you had a really clear strategy. Had you had you mapped out that draft like before going into it? Yeah, I actually did a lot of mock drafts going to this draft this year, I think it helped having the number two pick because then I basically knew who I was going to get in the first round and then I could kind of plan accordingly afterwards. When you're picking towards the bottom of the first round, you kind of have to take what you get. 
Yeah. So you have to plan for a lot more contingencies. So um, you, you went to that Peterson all the way? Uh, so actually, initially, when I picked my draft spot, I was thinking I would go either Andrew Luck or Aaron Rodgers, but you could I shied. I shied. I did. I know. I should. I shied away from Rodgers a little bit, just the Jordy Nelson injury, and then I think Randall Cobb was a little banged up at that time too. Yeah, so it's just yeah, kind of he was. I wasn't sure that he was worth the number two pick, um, and then I was also considering Le'Veon Bell, but then they're. Uh, they lost their starting center for like ten weeks too. So I was. Bell's looked good though. Yeah, he's looked pretty good. So I might regret taking Peterson over Bell, but I thought Peterson was a really solid pick, really safe pick at number two. I wanted Peterson number three. I was fully expecting to get him at number three. Mm. And yeah, I was just not very happy. That I think that's part of why I think you were very well prepared. Is you kept taking players that I really wanted, like one pick. You took you took players I wanted too. I I kind of hate drafting right next to you because. You know, in one direction, you're always going to get the pick right before me. Yeah, and even in both ways. Um, oh, no, not the other way for you. For both ways for me, you're... No, wait, what am I trying to say? <laughs> yeah, both ways for you, I draft, like, almost after you. Like, one is one spot, and one is, like, four spots after. Right, uh, right, yeah, so I get two picks before you come back. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, so the Peterson pick, I really wanted. Um, I remember when you took Frank Gore, I really wanted him at that spot also, um, which turned out both of those, actually, I'm kind of happy I don't have them. Um, yeah, I was... I was pretty happy about the Gore pick at the time. Um, I think you picked Peyton Manning just before I was going to take him, and you also took Jordan Matthews just before I was going to take him. And they're my worst two players. Yeah, they're although I, I my... took Andre Johnson right after Jordan Matthews, so I... You took him after? Yeah, I, see, I think at that yeah. time I was actually hoping to get Johnson on the wraparound when I chose Matthews, like the fifth mm-hmm. round. So, so you would have gone... So you took Breeze right after I took Peyton Manning, I think. Yeah, I would have so, taken Manning over So you would have taken... So, See, I can't be the only one. Like, there was hope. Yeah, I think that was kind of, you know, I, I know you and Priest were talking about sort of the old guys who who kind of give up the ghost at the wrong time. And Peyton Manning is like the prime example of that, right? Where he was, he was still good last year, but kind of like on the edge of falling off a cliff. And this year he may have fallen off that cliff. Marshawn Lynch might be another example of that this year. Lynch, the, the O-line is terrible, though. It's tough to tell what's going on in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Do, you think, do you think they made the playoffs? Seahawks? Uh, what are they, two and three now? They're two and four. Two and four? Um, but they, yeah. they just don't look right. Like, they're not winning close games. Their defense is blowing fourth quarter leads. Like, it's not the same team. Yeah, but, I mean, who else is going to take that playoff well, spot from them? Well, the Cardinals, the Cardinals, Cardinals are going to win the division. division. Then you need to, uh, so there's only two wild cards then. Uh, the Falcons okay. and Panthers, that's probably one of them. And then... Yeah. I guess well, when like, you break it down like Vi- that. No one from the NFC North is going to win a wild card spot, right? The Vikings, the Bears. Uh, the East, I, I agree, every team looks terrible. But like, the NFC East is pretty terrible. But you could have, like, I don't know, like, you could have one, you could have two teams finish 9 and 7, and one of them beats the Seahawks in a tiebreak if the Seahawks finish 9 and 7. Do you think two teams finish 9 and 7 are better from the NFC East, though? Do I think? Two, I think seven wins. Seven wins might be enough. No, it's not. It's not. It's not that bad. It's not that. Bad. <laughs> um, when does Tony Romo come back? If he, I don't know. Does he come back like week ten? Maybe. Is it that? Oh, I don't remember. I think the Eagles and Giants could both still finish nine and seven. They're both three and three. They're not that far off the pace. I don't know. I I watched that Monday Night Football game on a plane coming back from DC, and both of those teams look pretty terrible. You were in DC over the weekend. I was. Yeah. I was too. Yeah, I, I heard from Priest. I hung out with Priest. I hung out with Priest. 
<laughs> yeah, he told me that he was at a restaurant and he uh, he saw like a reflection in the window and he's like, "Is that is that Narf?" Yeah, sure it was you. It was super strange because I just podcast like I don't really talk to priests ever on a day to day or week to week or really year to year basis. And then I just podcasted with him and it was in DC Friday, and I was like walking by a restaurant and I don't even know why I like looked in the window and priest was just sitting there. It was awesome. <laughs> Um, so yeah, apparently you knew Priest lived in DC, and yet you didn't mention to him that you would be in town. No, I did mention to him. Um, oh, you did? Because, oh, he 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 led me to believe that you didn't tell him. No, see, see, he's just fucking lying. Um, <laughs> so off air, he invited me to join to be on like his girlfriend's podcast because she's got almost as many followers as us, and like she wants some more press. And I'm like, kind of like so a, she a has what three? She's four? got like between three and four. And I was like, cool, I will be in D.C. this weekend. Let's record. And he's like, oh, she only records on Wednesdays, blah, blah, blah. Which I only record on Wednesdays, too. It's actually a very popular podcast day. But, uh, so yeah, so he knew, so I, much. he knew I was going to be there. Um, oh, what, did you go to D.C. just hanging out with Priest? Uh, no, I was there with my girlfriend. She went to grad school in D.C. So we were just there for the weekend hanging out. Oh, oh man. If only I had known. I could have ran into you also. Yeah, are you, you're not in San Francisco this weekend, are you? Um, I'm not. I'm actually going away for my one year wedding anniversary, which is uh, kind of crazy. You going to Maine? Uh, no, we were going to, but then we decided. Good podcast listening. Um, yeah, I, I watched. <laughs> I listened to all the podcasts. Well, there's only been two, so it's not that. <laughs> but I'm, but see, you, people got to root for my team. Like the more my team wins, the more I'm pumped up to do media. Um, oh yeah, for that reason well, alone, I'm the feel good story of the league. Of the league, like. I want a me versus Yoni uh, Super Bowl. Both of us just deserve it so much. Him more than me by team record, but me more than him by just personal investment in the sport. I agree. Um, I, I think your team's good, man. I, I, I listened to man. the Priest podcast. I, he was a little down on your team, but I, I think I'd have you like number three, number four. That's uh, actually where two. I have myself, too. Um, so I was saying I was going to go to Maine, but then it was like too far for weekends. So we're going to like Newport, Rhode Island or something. I don't know. I've never been there. Okay. Have you ever been to Rhode Island or Newport? Uh, I've been to Newport a little bit. It's like a rich uh, my dad used white to live person in Rhode place, Island, right? So I was there. I, I spent some weekends in Rhode Island. My dad used to live there. So Newport's just like a really waspy, like white person vacation place, right? Yeah, it'll be perfect for you. Okay, that, that's my scene. <laughs> that is my scene. Um, now that you're rolling in that Uber cash. Now, well, one day maybe. Um, <laughs> so, did you guys like econ each other, or are those days over? Did you, did you battle priest and econ? Uh, yeah, we threw it down in that same bar that you saw. Him. Okay, but econ, we, still, we, still, we still don't have a champion. Yeah, both of us are too busy slash lazy to do anything about that. So. And then actually, Moose, <laughs> Moose asked me for all the data this year also, um, and he's like, "Oh, I'll do something." I guess he like learned in PhD school how to do statistical analysis or whatever. Um, okay, but he didn't do anything. So I've like given my data set to three people who've done nothing. Meanwhile, do you do? Yeah. I don't even know what Fuse publishes weekly. I've, I've refused to even look at his data. Have you looked at it? Um, I've looked at the spreadsheet that comes in the email. Is that the extent of his data? I think so. It, yeah. What, what's in there? Like, first of all, why isn't this a website? Why is, are we emailing Excel files? But I, Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's just basically like average points scored by position and that's, by team. So that's it's what I thought really it was too. Like, I, that's not anything like that. He's just nope. saying like this team scores the most QB points and like wide out yep. point. So I, yeah. I, I used to do that also, but like that, that was a small subset of what NARF statsing could do. There's so much more out there. Fuse. Yeah. 
I, I honestly stopped reading that spreadsheet because I was tired of looking at my wide receivers averaging like 10 points a week. So who do you, you've Andre Johnson, Golden Tate and Bolden, is it? Bolden. Yeah. Bolden's been the best out of those three by far. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't go that late on wide out the whole, well, I guess you took Andre Johnson in the fourth. Yeah. I thought he was going to be really good. You know, I, I had some concerns about him, but I read a lot about it. And all the reports coming out of like preseason training camp were that he looked really good. He looked fresh. He looked young. I, you know, honestly, I think the Colts coaching staff is just kind Terrible. of incompetent. They're really bad. I feel like they just can't figure out how to use him. Well, you know, like he's not the same player he used to be, and so they have to adapt that. It, it's not just him, but but they don't have a red zone threat. Like Ty Hilton's not good in the red zone. He should be great there. Yep. Um, they they're just bad coaches. Like two years ago, like they did the whole we want to be a power run team. And, like, even though they had Andrew Luck, they traded a first-round pick for Trent Richardson and, like, we're only going to run the ball. It didn't work. And then, like, that fake punt thing was – I mean, who's seen a that worse play than that? That fake punt was, like, the worst possible play. Who's I seen think. a worse play than that? And, and the, the, like, at the time he snapped the ball, if Colt Anderson had just, throw, like, thrown a screen pass, they had, like, four extra blockers and you had defenders on the right side. Yeah, the problem is that he was taking the snap from under center and had, like, four guys right on top of him. So, like, yes. there's no way he even gets a chance to drop back and throw that. Well, he, yeah, he wasn't, um, like, prepared for the ball to snap. Like, you could tell he was surprised the ball came out, I think. I think he was just scared because there were, like, four guys there. <laughs> he just, down. like, ducks his head and just almost just falls over willingly. Was, yeah. I also heard that the, the snapper, uh, the center in that play, uh, was a guy who had never practiced that play. He was filling in for someone who had Gr- gotten injured in, like, the second quarter. Really? Griff, Griff Whalen? Yeah, he had never practiced that play. So you run a trick play with someone. And that's... Like the center that's in that the, that's, that's the coaching staff, right? Like to, the center to, in that is that. crucially important. Yeah. Like there's maybe no play in football that center's more important than than that trick play where he has to decide to snap the ball or not. And yet they still called the play and no one decided to call timeout. No one decided to, you know, I don't know. Oh man, it's bad. And the Patriots yeah, Oh, they, they, were, they were on their own, what, 35-yard line? Yeah, and the Patriots had punted two possessions in a row before that. It's not like they were scoring every time. And they yep. just gave them the ball in the 30. And then you guys scored like four plays later to Edelman. Or no, it was uh, Blunt rushing, I think. Oh, Blunt, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, man. I wish, yeah. I, wish, gave- I wish the Eagles were good or the Patriots were good. Um, yeah, the Eagles, I mean, the Eagles are such a tease. I mean... We're three and three. We're three and three. Yeah, right. I mean, I guess if someone had offered you at the beginning of the season, you know, the opportunity to be tied for first in the NFC East after six weeks, you'd probably take it, right? I I can't imagine I would have said no. Bradford just throws so many end zone interceptions. Like, I think he's at like six already this season. It's atrocious. Yeah, he looked like I was watching that Monday night game. Like I said, he was just chucking the ball down there and just in a tight coverage and just bad decisions. We played terribly I, I don't know how like we won that game I, or I, I, by like 20 points like it wasn't anywhere near close either yeah the giants are awful that's why <laughs> that whole division's terrible they were good maybe they are they were. see i sit right next to i sit next to a patriots fan at work um and he's so fucking obnoxious about it he has like a belichick sleeve cut hoodie that he like <laughs> he he leaves over like wrapped around his chair every day and like puts it on for game days like and, and he's so obnoxious about every team that's not the Patriots. I just want him to be bitterly disappointed. Um, yeah, I hate most, most Pats fans, too. But, so. And then, like, so I was joking with him, like, um, oh, look, the, the Giants are good. Like, they could beat the Patriots Super Bowl again. And, like, 
he said like nothing in the world would make him angrier than that. And then I started thinking like, and it's probably true for Patriots fans, right? Like what could make you angrier than the Giants beating you again? Like, I was thinking, yeah. like, would I rather the Giants beat the Patriots Super Bowl than the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl? And like, it's kind of close actually for just how angry all of New England would be. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, after the two losses to the Giants in the Super Bowl, um, it's just kind of like, I don't know, I'm kind of like numb to it now. Like in the, the last Super Bowl, when, um, what's, his, what's his name, made that ridiculous catch for Seattle down the sideline to basically like put them in was position to go ahead. Was that Baldwin or is it, I don't even remember who made the catch. It might have been Baldwin. Or it was, was Curse or someone, yeah. It might have been, I think it was the same guy who got um, no, basically you know, tossed aside. Was it the same guy who got, um, who was on the pick on the interceptions? No, no, it wasn't. I'm pretty sure it was some like rookie wideout or undrafted wideout who like hadn't played all season and then had a hundred yards in the Super Bowl. You know what I'm talking about? They like, uh, had some out of nowhere wideout that played like that was their best receiver in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't remember. But I, I remember thinking at the time, like, okay, here we go again. We're gonna lose on some like ridiculous down the field catch by some no name receiver. Yeah. All right, so so, so you're 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 holding on to hope for your team. That's all you can do. Like you, you don't want to. You can't give up. But. Yeah, I feel like basically Indy and Detroit have been terrible so far, but I'm not convinced that they're not going to turn it around. So, so you think? And by trying, you think Golden Tate's going to take you to the playoffs? I think you have a much better chance of Indy players producing than Golden Tate. I think Tate's good. I mean, he's not going to be. I mean, I didn't draft him to be like a number one receiver, but I drafted him to be like a solid number two. Um, I mean, he's getting a lot of targets. It looks like they're going to send Johnson deep a lot more now and then try to open up underneath stuff for Tate. He's getting a ton of targets. Yeah, I guess that's smart. But he hasn't like had a, he hasn't had anywhere close to a 100-yard game, I don't even think. Yeah, but like Stafford's been awful, so... But Stafford's just not good. Like He's really not very good at quarterback. Yeah, that's true. But they throw the ball like 50 times a game, so that, that's usually enough to overcome that. I mean, it has been in the past. Yeah, I guess so. So... All right, did you take a look at um, power rankings this week? I did. I saw your power rankings. Uh, more or yeah. less agreed with them. Really? Is that easy? Um, although, I think I would have a different team number one. Uh, who, Anton? Yeah, I think, I think Anton, going forward, if you're thinking about from here to the end of the season versus what's been done up until this point, I think Anton is a stronger team. I, I don't even disagree with that, and expected wins are pretty close. So, this, like, the power rankings this week were like, kind of a tribute to Yoni, like, um, like he he's earned all. Like his team has been great. Like they've had the number one week four weeks four out of six. He's six and zero. Oh. He's putting up amazing numbers. So like, he, I don't know. You can't say he hasn't earned it so far. Um, I I probably agree that if if Devonte Freeman is this good, which he he can't be, but then Anton is probably stronger. Yeah, but even if it's not Freeman, then like uh, Gurley, Latavius Murray. I think C- I think CJ Anderson is going to be terrible the rest of the year. He's he's re- see oh CJ Anderson is terrible. So is Hillman. I, but yeah, I think Anton. But, I think Anton's both of them. Yeah, I mean, I think the big question mark with Anton was his QB two and his running backs to start the season. But then I I kind of like the Bradford trade. I still think he's got some decent upside the Who rest of the he, season. He got yeah he picked up Bradford by trading. He picked up Bradford in a trade with Moose. I think he traded. That was the first time he traded Calvin Johnson to Moose for Bradford. I think. <laughs> And then he got Calvin Johnson back in what apparently was not a loan. And right. I mean, there's there's a different player going back to Moose. Yeah, it's, I, I guess I trust those guys. So, yeah, I mean, Bradford's good enough. If Rivers is this good, 
But yeah, it, it, it's solid. I guess you could argue he's not even maximizing his team because Antonio Brown's been terrible for three weeks in a row. Yeah, I mean, Ben's going to come back soon. Calvin Johnson, I think, is going to be a lot better than he has been. I mean, he was really good last week. I, I agree. Landry's not a bad number three. Yeah. They, 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 quarterbacks, great running backs. I think he's probably the team to beat right now. Is it, like, he's weak at tight end, but that, that's it. It's his, and his bench is good. He's got Hoyer on the bench also, and Hoyer's been good, like, decent enough for fantasy to start in spots. Yep. Yeah, you're making me worried about Anton's team now. Um, Trump, I think Yoni, Yoni's been good, but I think there's more question marks with his team going forward. There's question marks everywhere. Just his wideouts have been unbelievably insane. Yeah, uh, I but, mean, yeah, Larry Fitzgerald, man. See, I don't, I don't think that lasts. I, 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 don't, I don't think know so, but I still think he's good. Of, but yeah, I mean, he's loving the slot. Uh, he'll, he'll still get touchdowns, I think, out of there. I just don't see him putting up these hundred yard games like every week. Yeah, like he's been doing. But Carson Palmer loves him, so it, it, that's all that matters. Is Carson Palmer good for fantasy? Is everyone, everyone agrees with me now, right? Like I was not wrong about this. Yeah, he was a good pick. Where, uh, uh, where did I, Noah get him? Like the fifth round or sixth round? Fifth or sixth. I chose him last year and everyone gave me shit. And he was good last year too until he got hurt. He's He does not have a sub-20 point game this year. Or last year. That's two years in a row. It's it's amazing. Yeah, that's that's great value. I think that's a really good pick. So did you... You were close to Yoni this week, actually. I picked you as my upset special. Yeah. But not close enough. Peterson only gave you four points. Yeah, that crushed you. And Josh. Yeah, if I had started Blunt over Gore, and I was debating it. You know. Oh, you had Blunt? Oh, I, yeah. every Patriots fan in the world started their running backs this week. Yeah. Against I the mean, Colts? Thought, yeah, but, but Frank Gore, I mean, he's so solid. I mean, he should be really solid. You know, if they're up, they're going to run it with them. If they're down, they're going to throw it to them. Did you think there was any way they'd be up in this game? Um, it could have been close. I, I thought Indy was going to give him a game. I didn't think it was going to be like 51 to 14 or something like it yeah, was. I, I did too. I, I, I bet the line and won 20 bucks, but I, I thought it'd be close if the Colts would just pass a lot and like luck would just have a great game. Yeah. In hindsight, I probably should have started Blunt, but I, I don't, I got to blame this one on you. Like Patriots fan with Blunt on the bench going with the Colts. <laughs> yep. That's ooh. It's tough to take the loss as a manager, but you might have to just own that one. Yeah, in hindsight, that was a mistake. Yeah. But overall, I, it's been better. I know people that, that were starting Blunt and Deion Lewis together in that game. Yeah. All right, let, let's stop talking about how terrible my team is. Sorry, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to rub it in, CB. Uh, it, it probably seems like that, but you had all the hype after the... First of all, I didn't rank myself number one after the preseason, and that team... If, it's just like the curse of death. It's like the post-draft. Like, yeah, it's like the Madden curse. It's the NARF curse. Number one power ranking. It, it, number one power ranking preseason is a curse. It is. Okay, so you, you have Anton 1. You have Yoni 2. Um, uh-huh. NARF, you, you agree with the NARF Priest 3-4? Yeah, I can't decide who's 3 and who's 4, but I think Priest and NARF pretty solidly in that next tier. Yeah, I, 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 so I agree. I think, And then I think there's like... It's really hard for me to distinguish between... I put you at six, which might have been a little generous based off your record. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Don't. I saw like UCB or URCB, U Hudson, Vigo, <laughs> and LC is like kind of very similar. Yeah, I think they're close. I think Hudson's team's probably a little better than my team right now. He's, I, think I mean, Hudson's I think higher when Romo comes points. back, when Romo comes back, he'll definitely be a lot better. Yeah, who else does Hudson have? Um, 
Romo, Lacey, Cobb. Oh, but the, the Packers always not been that, like, there's all these stories about how good Rodgers is and, like, he doesn't need Jordy Nelson. They really need Jordy Nelson. Like, they're, they're not scoring or putting up yards like they used to. Like, they, they actually struggle more than most people think. Wow, Eddie Lacy has been terrible this year. I, I've been watching a ton of Packers games because of Roger on my team. And mm. I have NFL Sunday ticket for the first time, which is fucking awesome, actually. Nice. But, yeah, single digits three in a row. He's mm. got less than five points in three of his six games. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize Eddie Lacy was that terrible. Plus, I think it's the glasses that he's wearing in his profile. Yeah, it's his fucking hip glasses. <laughs> Plus, Alfred Morris is, is not, he's not even really the starter anymore. Oh, no, he's and, terrible. And he's always been just a, a volume guy only. I yeah. don't know. Like, I guess I, I get like the Romo thing that he's got like a, a quality player coming back, but I don't think the running backs are good. I don't think the wideouts are very good. Yeah, I think I'm reconsidering now, just realizing how bad Eddie Lacy's been and how Randall Cobb's really underperformed as well. Like he's he had, just like he, one good game. Yeah, good game. He, he just got like 55 points from Fitzpatrick Kaepernick and, and still loses. Like the rest of his team is, is not is really not coming through for him. Yeah. Okay. So maybe after the top four, there's really just like a whole mess of terrible teams who yeah. will fight it out for the last two playoff spots. That's what I'm saying. Um, you're, you're guaranteeing me a playoff spot. I think the top four are. Are looking good. I mean, your record isn't as strong as the others, but Plus the, I think your, your team's. I think you're good enough for seven and six at least, right? The problem is, I I'm going to my whole team is on bye this week. Like, I will 100 percent lose to Anton. So, so then I'm three. That's and fine. That, that's actually a good time, right? Because Anton's crushing it right now. So you can, yeah, you can make the argument that I wouldn't win anyway. I guess that's fair. I hadn't thought of it like that. So then I'm three and four. I need to be. I need to go four and two the rest of the way. Six games. That's definitely doable. Yeah, I, I think you. I think you can do it. What if I make the playoffs? I don't know what to do with myself if I make the playoffs. These podcasts are going to be so fucking obnoxious. Like, I'm okay with that. Who knows? I know. And then, yeah, bottom of the league. Fuse. I was probably too hard on Fuse's team. He he's he might. He's made be, some good trades. Yeah, I think he, he's made some pretty solid trades. And he's three and three. So I, I could kind of probably group Fuse in that like five through nine range. Include him there. And then really just the bottom three. I think all suck. Wait, who else is in your bottom three besides uh, Moose and Lionel? Moose, Lionel, Noah. You think Noah's that bad? I think Noah might be the worst team in the league. Um, because I think Lionel... Even with Carson Palmer? It's hard to say. I, I agree. But <laughs> Lionel's got Ben Roethlisberger coming off injury. He's got Luck who has to play better. Like, Lionel's team has a clear path to not not being good, but being better than terrible, I think. And yeah. Moose, I can't yeah, keep track of who's on his team ever. I think he just... Yeah, he just keeps trading away his good players. Yeah, Moose makes a lot of weird fantasy moves. One day I'll have to come on the podcast and explain that. <laughs> so, so Noah's team. So Lynch, as you said earlier, might like he might be done. Yeah. Melvin, okay. Yeah. I'm Melvin Gordon gets zero red zone touches at all. Not even a ton of regular touches. His, like Demarius is still like kind of good, but it's tough to know what's going to happen at offense. Brandon Marshall is his best player. Brandon Marshall yeah. and Carson Palmer are his two good players, and that's it. Yeah. No, you're right. I, I think when I was looking at Noah's team last was when I was trying to make a trade with him, and he looked a whole lot better like three weeks ago. He, I mean, he had Mike Evans on his bench off by Evans and Witten, but I, I don't. None of those are, are really huge difference makers. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's in the bottom three though. He is on record. He might be on expected wins also. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, wait, yeah, but he's tied with Fuse and only like 
10th behind me. Okay. It's also pretty early to make much of that. Yeah. And what's up with Vigo's trade this week? So did you... Did, so, did he provide some sort of justification for this? Because it looks pretty terrible. So Vigo's trade was he had like a round-robin carousel of running backs or something? Or that was his explanation, wasn't it? Yeah, he said he didn't trust uh, Mark Ingram, the Saints running back, because there were too many other running backs in the Saints. Oh, it was the Saints running backs, not yeah. his running backs. Right. Okay. Are yeah, you, he are does you not have other group? running backs. Are you in the group, me? I don't think you ever say anything. Um. Yeah, I've been not really paying too much attention to that. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of football, so I think a lot of the discussion happens during games. Yeah. And I've been... Yeah, kinda, you've been kind of quiet on kind of all the league chatter this year, I think. Yeah, I'll try to pick it up. Okay. Now that I'm on the podcast, my head's back in it. We we need like the champion. We need someone to dethrone. Like it's not right. it's not the same. I mean, Yoni's I've, obviously going. I've been neglecting my duties as league champion. You're right. Exactly. Um. So, who am I look? Oh wait, I picked the wrong game. I'm trying to look at Vigo's team. Um. Who did? So who are his running backs now? Without Ingram, I don't think he. I think he, he has like Bell and uh, Chris Johnson. I think it's his next best option, and I, then that's it. He I think there's only options. He literally has two running backs in this roster right now. How does that make sense? It doesn't. You shouldn't. Like, I, not to mention he didn't get anything. Like, do you think Barnridge is legit? He's not. No. He he catches his passes. He catches touchdowns like on his feet. Like that's happened twice. <laughs> And Terrence Williams is is nothing. Like he's not startable. No, especially until Romo comes back, which yeah. is what like another four weeks at yeah. least. And you're giving yourself two running backs. I mean, Chris Johnson hasn't had his bye yet. Like yep. who you you're, who do you, who starts? Like someone you just pick up like off waivers. Uh, looks like it. And yeah, this is weird. And Vigo usually knows what he's doing about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, let me look at where Ingram is on running back. Um, like, he hasn't had that bad a season, I don't think. He's four. Yeah, he's been solid. He's number four. Is he number four? That's arguably much better than solid. He's <laughs> number four. I and mean, that's total, not average. Um, but So average, he's sixth. Seven, sorry, seventh. He's seventh in points per game average. Ahead of him is Jamal Charles is out, so call it sixth. Yeah. I mean, like, he's getting a ton of carries. The yardage isn't there, but he's going to be the goal line back. He's catching passes, too. He's had double-digit carries in five of his six games. Like, and the one he didn't, he had eight receptions. I'm not sure Vigo understood what he was doing here. Yeah. I, I would like Vigo to offer an explanation for yeah, this. Yeah, you need to, via email or better group me or something, for the email, like... I would call him up right now if we had the technology to do it on the, on the podcast. Oh, that would be great. You need to have more Collins on your podcast. Everyone says that. I know. If I broadcast live, then we could. It's hard, though. I'm, I'm very I'm limited by current technology. Yeah, it's hard to schedule more than two people. It really is. Um, and it's hard for East Coast people because I can't really do these before, like, 10 o'clock at the earliest ever, usually, like, 11. And people are, like, going to bed and shit, so I don't know. It's annoying. I might just have you and Lamb Chop on, like, every other week the rest of the way. (laughs) Um, I'm all right with that. Well, yeah. I mean, you might not have a choice. So, okay. So, week seven. So, who do you play, CB? You play... I play Fuse. Ooh, interesting. Um, Right now, you're favored. You feel you feeling confident? 
Um, I think I don't have any big buys this week. Uh, so, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm auto-losing to Anton. Yoni Vigo's kind of interesting. And I guess LC versus Priest might be the marquee matchup of the weekend. I can't really decide. I mean, that's like the uh, the four and five in the rankings. It's not a great matchup this weekend. I guess me and Anton, but it's just not going to be close. Yeah, you and Anton would be, except you have half your team on by. And then all the bad teams play each other, basically. So, it, like... Mm-hmm. Either Noah or Lionel comes out of this with three wins. Like, yeah, Moose and Hudson. I guess Hudson's team is, is, is pretty legit. But one of them has to have three wins. Yeah, We'll see. It's it's a weird season. Like, I guess other than Yoni or Anton, it doesn't seem like any team is really that strong right now. I, I think you and Priest are definitely, like, the next tier. But then below that, it's like... A free for all for the last two playoff spots. All right, I'll take that. I'm not. I'm not going to argue with someone telling me my team deserves to be in the playoffs. Um, all right, man. You want to get to me with your Tron Rex? Uh, yeah, we can do that. Unless you have anything else, uh, is there any glaring things I missed so far in our in our podcast? No, I think we covered everything. Okay. All right. So for my Tron ranks, all right. So we are both older brothers, right? I am. I don't know about you. I am also the oldest. I have one younger brother. Me too. All right, so in this Tron ranks, imagine yourself, you're five years old, top three, bottom three Trons to be your older brother for the rest of your life. Say they're like two or three years older than you. And how old am I? So, so you're five years old right now. You're just coming into your own. You know, you need someone to show you the ways of the world, teach you about girls and beer, how to bet on coin flips, what color okay. hat to wear, important questions like that. Okay, fair question. So... Should I tell the truth? So the truth is you told me this question ahead of time. So it's not, it's not completely. I thought about changing it, but then. No, I, no. I, I, first of all, I think it's a very good Tron ranks. And you only told me because you wanted to make sure it hadn't been done. And you should have just went back and listened to every podcast. But I guess, I guess you weren't going to do that. <laughs> yeah, see, we've gotten to the point where there have been so many Tron ranks that I could not remember. So many. Something like this or something very similar. Okay. So I thought of my tops, I think. Um, but what do we do? We start with bottoms, right? Yep. Um, I'm going to throw Anton on the bottom of this easily. Um, I I don't want... I just think... I, I don't know. I mean, I know he is an older brother, and I'm not judging his qualities to that. I just don't think he'd be a good older brother for me at all. Like, Right. That's the question. It's he'd for you. be, like, super judgmental about my grammar and, like, demanding and all that <laughs> shit. And I don't think I could learn anything from him, actually, uh, like, about life. It's... He'd, he'd, he'd give me all his weird communist philosophies about Russia and everything. Yeah, because Anton is a, a blatant raving communist. So, so I, yeah. have, I have to throw Anton on the bottom. Um, that's an easy one. All right. I'm not sure. See, I like the people in this league. And theoretically, you should like like you should like your brother. So it's 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 easy to put tops here. It doesn't. Does it have to be in the league, or do we do we uh, still allow one? We allow Frogger and Randall, so it's a four. It's fourteen people. Okay, so we're not doing uh, non-league trons. Mm. You can't even. Once in a while, I allow it. If you have a really good one, I'll allow it. But it's going to be. If not, I'm going to just criticize you. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll throw Lamb Chop here also. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, like he. he I think he's a brother also, or I think he has a sibling. I guess that makes him a brother. Um, I can't imagine he'd be he can't good at be this. sure, but yeah. Um, 
Randall is an interesting choice for worst older brother because she's a girl, but it, se- it seems too easy. Um, I've, got, I've got Anton. I've got Lamb Chop. Um, I would put myself on this if I could. I'm, I'm like a really bad brother in, in life. Okay, um, I'll, I'll do it when my turn comes around. But That's fair. Uh, it's, it's, uh, Randall's a cop-out. I mean, you've only had like three weeks to think about this. I know, but I thought about... The, I, I think I have some good top ones. Uh, but third bottom one. Mm. I'll just go with Randall. I've never given her a bottom rank. I only give her top rank, so she, she, she deserves this one. All right. Why? I, just just because? Because, yeah, she's a girl, so she couldn't be that good of a brother. Um, those are those are my reasons. So All right. I hope she listens to this. All right. Who, so who are your bottom three then? All right. So we're, we're somewhat in agreement here. Um, I would have Elsie on the bottom here. Easy. Elsie to me is kind of like you know every movie that you've seen with like a bully character. It's like the redheaded. Yes. Right. It's like like a Christmas story, like in the in Doug, he's like Roger from Doug, right? Yep, that's fair. So I I feel like I would just have a miserable childhood if Lamb Chop was my brother. You would. Or <laughs> even if he was your friend. Like, you just don't want to know Lamb Chop when you're under, like, 20 years old, I don't think. <laughs> I, I like Lamb Chop now, yeah, but but not, not earlier in life. Okay. Uh, my other pick... <laughs> you my other didn't pick like the, him when you didn't know him earlier in life. Oh, yeah. But but now I like him, so it's all good. Okay. Um, I would have you, no offense, Narf. That's Okay. I feel like I would be betting on coin flips and just losing lots of money gambling, and I I don't think I'd look good in five years. You'd be five years old. I don't know if you'd be gambling yet, but well, it doesn't have to be. If this is like looking like uh, for the, okay for the rest of for the rest of your, right for the rest of your life. So you have your whole life ahead of you. You just have to pick. Well, I think it would just be hard to live in my shadow because of how successful I am. Yeah, I mean you're so good looking and athletic and successful that I I would pale in comparison to you. Truth. And number three, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the the non league member. I'm gonna pick Rando. I think Rando would be a terrible older brother. Oh, Rando, very similar to Randall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I picked Rando in my bottom last time too. So uh, just yeah, keeping the tradition alive. What would be bad about like, Rando? Is he because like, you'd like I don't know you'd like quit on your team and then you'd be like selling T-shirts out of your trunk. Or something. <laughs> Yeah, he, he that's, that's and like you'd, the, you'd you'd end up working for him. You would have to work for Frank Clark. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> and he wouldn't pay you either. He would pay you in, in merchandise. <laughs> you'd get free T-shirts, and you'd have to have his accent also, which is just terrible. Okay, Rand, Rando is a good pick. I might swap Randall for Rando. Um, All right, so okay. that's a lot. Okay. So let's see how many of our tops are the same. Um, I'll give you my number one top, and I'm proud to say this. Um, I would go with Vigo. All right. I think Vigo is like meant to be an older brother. Like he's uh, he, he's like super nice. He's like I don't know. He'll like go. He'll buy beer for you. He like teach you about sports. Like he'd like hang out with you. Like uh, he'll let you. You know, he'll give you a fake ID to buy liquor with. <laughs> exactly. Like he'll do what. Like Vigo's the older brother, where like the younger brother is in charge and manipulates him, not the other way. <laughs> I thought about picking Vigo for that exact reason, but. <laughs> No, but like he, I don't know, like you watch sports. I don't I, I, I got Vigo here. That's um, a solid choice. Second, and I'm not sure, I think I'm going to go Noah also. 
right. I don't really know why. I just think like he'd be he'd probably be very loving and like encouraging. I don't know if he'd learn that much from him. Uh, but like you'd be amused and you'd learn his way of life, I guess. Whatever. That yeah, really but is. I feel, he might be very impatient when you do stupid things. I I never get the sense Noah is that impatient on stupid things. Maybe I just don't understand Noah that well. I feel like in the, in some like group me chats and uh, emails and stuff, he's very. Actually, that's true. Every time I try to produce anything statistical, he asks me how I did it and doesn't seem very patient with my non-existing answers. He's, he's very critical of you and your statistics. So That's yeah. fair. Maybe I should rethink my Noah. But maybe I could use some criticism to improve. Maybe. Uh, I can't change it now. Um, third, third, I'll go Priest also. Like, he'd be fun. Um, he'd, he'd be funny. I like Priest. Uh, so those are my top three. Nice. All right, so I'm gonna pick three different drums. Oh, okay. No overlaps. No overlaps. So my my top choice would be Lionel, and so hear me out here. I feel like he would be really hard on me as a younger brother, but I feel like I would learn a lot from him and be a better person for it. So you're all about becoming a better person. Yeah, that's. I'm all about me go buying me beer when I'm like 12. <laughs> I feel like Lionel would do that too, though. Yeah, he would. I feel like he's he's both cool. He has great taste in music. Obviously, he doesn't like John Mayer. I mean, um, I think he does like him. It's his avatar and team name. Oh yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, I think I'm right about. Maybe that. I had that. Maybe I had that flipped. Okay, but anyway, I'm still picking Lionel. Um, all right. I didn't really think about the last two that much, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> it's your question, CB. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Frogger as another pick of the top brother. Frogger'd be good. He's good at everything. I feel like he'd be patient. He'd be fun. I feel like he's kind of awkward, but I feel like he would teach you some important life skills. I might be kind of a late Do you bloomer. want Frogger teaching you about girls, though? Especially when no, like, it's like 16-year-old Frogger? Because <laughs> I don't think Frogger ever talked to right, a girl I can't until he was like 21. Girl. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like I would be a late bloomer if I was Frogger's brother. But Yes, you would. I'd he turn out late, eventually. But he's, by the time yeah, I turn 30. That's fair. <laughs> and my third pick... Uh, I'm gonna go with Hudson. I think he seems like a cool guy, and I never pick Trons that I don't know. So I'm gonna go with Hudson. All right, Hudson, cool guy, good answer. Um, yeah, he's he's not bad for that. Also, those are that's like a question that leads much more to, to top Trons and bottom Trons. I think. Yeah, I agree. Because we're I'm, all such a great league of people. That's right. Um, the funny thing about Lionel, I, I used to track Tron ranks like I haven't in like two years, but like. He's consensusly like wins Tron ranks almost every like, every year. Probably like he gets a ton of tops and really? almost no bottoms in, in the plus minus. Yeah, like Lionel crushes it in Tron ranks plus minus. Like I think I, mean, I give him tops a lot. Like I don't know. I think a lot of people think he's like very versatile in what he's good at and smart in like the right ways and not that obnoxious like Anton. But but he's like statistically terrible at fantasy football. Like he's by far the worst yeah. player in this league at fantasy football. So, like, he's good at literally everything else in life, but not exactly. fantasy football. And that's what matters draft, in this league. His draft was not that bad, though. It, it happens every year to him. Um, I thought his team was pretty good coming out of the draft. I think I ranked him in the top three or four, but it, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's, his team is terrible. It, you can't blame it on injuries. Yeah, you're right. Um, Lionel is terrible at fantasy football. So, actually, there was one question I wanted to ask you that I'm doing out of order now because we already did Trinrax, and I'm not okay. going to edit this. So I can't decide, right? So I already mentioned that I've got like five players on five against Anton. Mm-hmm. I'm all like, I could pick up some backups and start them, 
I still think I have 0% chance of winning. Like, is it ethically wrong to just leave players on by if I think it helps my team to not drop the players I have? You see what uh, I'm saying? So, okay, let me pull up your team. All right, I got your team. Uh, all right, uh, Chicago kicker, you can drop him. I, I, maybe. He's actually been good, though. So yeah, I, but he's a, he's a kicker. Like, is he really that much better? Or would you predict him to be that much better than anyone else for the rest they, of the season? They don't score in the red zone, and he's good. And this year's been terrible for kickers. So Vic, Vic I'll drop. I don't want to drop anyone else other than Vic. I see. So you, you drop Vic and start a non-quarterback. But like, I, I don't want to drop someone and pick up a shitty tight end to start for one week. Because I'm not going to win either way. Yeah. Who would you... You'd have to... You have Rodgers, Manning, Jeffrey, and Eifert, and you can't really drop any of them. They're all on by. I'm not dropping Jonathan Stewart. I could obviously drop okay, Kenny Stewart. Britt. Yeah, Kenny Britt's terrible. Yeah, you could. I mean, you could drop Britt. You could drop Stewart. But I, like, I, but you don't want to drop Stewart. I, I, I don't want to drop Stewart. Stewart's a starting running back. There's value in those. Yeah, and I mean, like Vico, could, when he realizes he doesn't have running backs on his roster, might need to trade for one. True. Like, it's a question, like it, yeah, no, I, I could make uh, moves and increase my win chance from like five percent to eight percent. But it puts me in a worse spot for the season. I don't think I'm doing anything wrong to leave open buys. Okay, so you could start Vic. As he's, not, he's not going to play, though. It's oh, Landry Jones. Landry Jones is going to play. I picked up Vic uh, for uh, that reason for this week. Right. So you, you need some quarterback, right? It, so you could Landry, drop Landry quarterback. Jones is the you only quarterback. Tight end. But Landry Jones know, is the only quarterback who's going to start this week who's on the waiver wire. If I don't get him, there just aren't quarterbacks out there. You cannot start a defense. That's probably the most defensible position to leave open, right? Oh, drop my defense? Yeah, I mean, the Texans, come on. Yeah. I, I'm just, I don't know. I, do you think it's it's wrong to, like, the competitive integrity of the league to, to leave open spots? Uh, if that if means I'm, keeping Kenny Britt on your team, yes. Uh, if that means keeping, like, Jonathan Stewart, no. Okay, because I'm, I'm doing it out of... What I think is in the best interest for my team, not like trying to just give Anton a win, but he's going to win yeah. either way. You have a harsh bye week. All right, I mean, this is like your top three first three rounds. It is my t- first three rounds, and Eifert has been my best player. So it's yeah, and Robbie Gould, my kicker, is, is apparently awesome. <laughs> um, cool. I think it's defensible. I, I think yeah, maybe leave defense open if you All have right. to. I'll I'll. I don't know. I'll see what I can do. I might make some moves. Because then I'm going to talk myself into everyone on Anton's team sucks and I have a chance at winning. But it won't. Yeah, you probably don't. But All right. Th- thank you for that honesty. Cool. <laughs> All right, CB. Um, thanks for coming on the pod. All right, man. It's good to talk to you. You too. I will see you this weekend in San Francisco. All right. And yeah. If not, I'll talk to you later in the season. Sounds good. All right. Later, man. Later.